This podcast addresses death, difficult emotional content, and contains profanity. Listen with your own motherfucking discretion. (laughs) (laughs) Get your kids. This is Grief After Dark. Hey, Nikki. Hi, (laughs) Dee. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Happy almost New Year. Happy almost New Year. Um, Gosh, it's been so long. I feel like it's always too long. It is always too long. I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Last year, in between season one and two, we did a bunch of, like, we did a bunch of rando (laughs) soaps. That was where the rando suit was birthed because we couldn't go that long. And this year there was just so much extra shit between the two of us. Oh my gosh. We've had so like, we've had adventures y'all. Like you know, we went, I went to see Mickey on Thanksgiving. And so now we're here in December and it feels like a hundred years since I've seen Mickey. And <laughs> we both have been like, let's never be apart again. Never ever. <laughs> never ever be apart again never yeah so we we've gathered here today to um reflect on the year of our lord 2022 (laughs) and uh i was just kind of curious about your feelings on new year in general i i feel like ritual is necessary so you know as much as I feel like we we could just go on as another day, I also feel like ritual is super important and that we it's okay for us to take this time to reset and like decide on some new goals or whatever the fuck ever, you know, or just to reflect on who we've been or where we're going, what we're doing. So I've always liked New Year just because I like parties. Yeah. <laughs> Here's that. It does come with some good parties. Yeah, I used to like parties a lot and I like to entertain a lot. And so, you know, I know I've talked a lot about being a hermit and shit, but if people are going to come to me, then I'm going to do it up. And I I like to do it up and I like to celebrate. You know, it's kind of, I always feel like in this in-between place and like, oh, (laughs) do I really want to make goals? Do I really want to... You know, do I just want to wing it this year? Do I want to just fly by the seat of my pants? What are we doing? (laughs) I think every year that passes, I'm less and less inclined to actually set any sort of. Yeah. Well, I I feel like though you, Mickey, you, you, you have running things. And so reevaluation and starting. Like (laughs) I do. So it's so exactly. So it's almost like I'm always in a constant state of deciding and and regrouping and, and like resetting and saying, you know what, maybe this isn't working out for me. Y'all I'm a whole ass quitter. Please. No quitting is for winners. Knowing when to stop knowing when to like, say this is my limit and knowing when to say this actually isn't right for me instead of suffering through a thing, whether it's a job or whatever the fuck ever, you know, I don't believe that quitting makes you a failure. I believe it makes you stronger. I think it makes you more intuitive and that you are listening to yourself implicitly and saying this actually isn't a good fit for me. I'm going to go ahead and quit that job. Now, I don't know if I've ever really thought about it, but I don't know how I feel about the word quitting because I feel like it's really misused and misinterpreted. 
in 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 our competitive society, yeah. you, you know, we do taunt people for being quitters and oh, yeah. you're weak because you quit and you couldn't suffer through. What the fuck? Why do I gotta oh, suffer shit. all the time, motherfucker? I'm doing a lot of suffering in a lot of areas that you ain't even involved in. So mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here, yeah. you. Which is why I don't like competitive sports anymore, which the, or organized sports anymore. I'm not gonna, you know, I I don't give a damn shit. I'm competing against myself, <laughs> fucking quitter. <laughs> like I am, you know, I'm a fan of folks really being able to like, you know, walk away from a thing and and reevaluate. Like what what service do we do ourselves by forcing ourselves to do anything? Oh my god. Anything. I'm with you. And we talked about it on our, our, was it the Turkey boner sode walk in that talk? I mean, we, we have spent a lot of time together on and off the podcast talking about walking away from shit that does not serve you regardless of how challenging it is because sticking in with something that doesn't serve you. That's never the right way. Like, I'm sorry. That's grief in the long run, grief in the long run. And, and, you know, folks are playing the long game, I guess, with their grief and and not really calling it what it is. And, you know, yeah, it's painful to, or embarrassing even to say to somebody, you know what? No, I didn't finish that project that I started because of this, that, and the other. And, you know, as I look back on my childhood, I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of shit I should have quit doing. Yes. And, um, but that goes with with being able to set a strong boundary, which is, again, we are not conditioned to do this. And, and we are really coming into this, like, you know, collective awareness about setting a boundary is OK. So, and I don't even like using the word boundary anymore. I feel like it's so fucking overused. It's like it's not a boundary. I don't want to do this anymore is not a boundary. That's a statement. I don't want to do it anymore. Thank you so much. I'm going to be over here. Yeah, I would say (laughs) regardless of what the consequences are, (laughs) because it's like this consequence, you have to, oh, you're going to suffer the consequences of some bullshit. Like, what if I don't give a fuck? (laughs) Like, what are the consequences of staying? The consequences of staying, exactly. So, you know, I think we have, like, we can broaden the field of what we can do and the, the possibilities of, you know, yeah, it doesn't make somebody shady if they, you know, get a job and quit it every five minutes. Who cares? <laughs> who, who cares? All I, I care know. about anymore is trying to understand myself better. All I want is to understand myself better so that mm-hmm. I can understand how I relate to the world around me better so that I yeah. can find connection with other like-minded good people better. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is my, let's make, uh, that's my air quotes goal <laughs> for every year that I get to survive from, you know, henceforth, <laughs> henceforth on new year. I do like this time of year and I do like new year. I, I think it's probably just ingrained with me, but there's like ancestral knowledge there too, that like things turn over in winter. There's a period of hibernation and you know, the seeds sit and wait to regrow, but Mm -hmm. it does, there's a sense of kind of newness. It's really hopeful. Yeah. I think the feeling for me this time of year is there's some hopefulness Mm -hmm. in moving forward and reevaluating and sort of exploring the year that just passed and considering the year that hopefully we will survive another of. (laughs) 
I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm eight. <laughs> um, I, exactly. I think we hop back and forth with this whole thing of ritual and stuff. And so like honoring the changing of the seasons and moving with the changing of the seasons is like not a new thing, but I feel like it's a new thing in the context of what we're living societally right now, because, mm-hmm. you know, we have been driven so far away from it and it's a lot more people are coming back to it, which I think is really beautiful in the sense that it's like, it's okay to change changing is okay you can change your clothes you can change your mind you can change your mindset you can change there's no what's that cliche you can't teach an old dog new tricks well first of all i'm not a dog (laughs) and (laughs) and i possess a mind that is capable of incredible things Mm. that all of us (laughs) Like we're walking around with it all the time. And so, you know, shit, change is inevitable. It's possible. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's hard. Transitions are hard when you're comfortable, when you are accustomed to things being one way. But again, in those transitions, that is grief. That is, I need to let go of what was in order to accept what is. And yeah. not even necessarily create what's going to be, but this is just how it is. And I need to figure out how to walk with this, roll with this, dance with it, whatever you want to call it. Kind of living in that perpetual now-ness and saying like, this is just what it is right now. And shit, I'm sad. I'm broken. I can't. I hate the holidays. I don't <laughs> like, you know, I'm not thinking about goals for myself right now or I did think about them a couple weeks ago, but who knows if I'll ever, if I'll even hit them because, you know, should life be life and <laughs> life be out here? I, yeah. I think just handing why. me shit to deal with repeatedly. You, <laughs> my God. I think that's why every year that passes, I'm less and less inclined to set a new year's goal. And I mean, you know, it's, it's always, I get not always, it can be productive to set your sights on things. I do think that change is inevitable. And I think that the idea that we're sort of sold when we're young, that you get to a point in your life where you settle in was a big fat fucking lie. I think if you're not too old to desire change, you sure as shit aren't too old to experience it. That part. And to create it. No part. Like, all, I don't know anybody personally who went back to school in their 70s, but we've all heard the stories. Why the fuck not? Are you still alive or not? Well, that like it's it's learning for the sake of learning just because you want to be enlightened or whatever. It's it's living for the sake of living. It's playing music because it makes you fucking feel better, not because you want to be a rock star in Hollywood or wherever. Um singing because you want to who cares if the only person you sing to is yourself in the shower every day go ahead and sing your song because it's medicine because it's you know make your art do your things and we don't do that as a society everything has to be monetized and we've talked about this before everything has to be for a purpose but we the purpose can just be simply because you exist 
living for the sake of living. I love that. Simply because you like what love feels like? <laughs> Simply because you enjoy somebody's company? Because they're alive and you're alive? You know, folks talk a lot about gratitude, but I don't think we really embody what gratitude actually is. Yeah. A lot of the time. So, you know, you know me, I will veto folks immediately when they're talking about you have to be grateful for. Don't tell me what I have to be grateful for, because you don't know exactly what I'm grateful for to begin with. Do you know who Richard Rohr is? No. He's a Franciscan friar and he's actually in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They have oh. apparently like a whole block. My very good friend, Brene Brown, just uh, she, I think she interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Right as the beer was going in the mouth hole. Call it in. <laughs> um, she, she interviewed him twice, I think both this year, and they were both two-part episodes, and they're lovely. I so, regardless of your belief system or lack thereof, this man, yeah. the way he speaks to a spiritual life and what spirituality is, mm-hmm. he just seems like such a lovely human being but he said in this latest interview that there is a translation of gratitude that actually is it's undeserving Mm. which i was like "Ooh, we need to i'm gonna sit (laughs) in that for a second because the recent language in this country about you deserve it you deserve it and i get that like we don't want to like deny ourselves things because we feel undeserving but to approach gratitude from a place of undeserving where i'm like i can get that and i can get that in some of my deeper love relationships with people i can mm-hmm. look at you and be like what did i do to deserve this friendship like what hey. did i do to like, get what did i this? do project and and lovely platonic love affair like Mm -hmm. that gratitude kind of does come from a place of like wow I feel undeserving of it I just feel so lucky same (laughs) I too feel very lucky (laughs) but I just that was such a I'm obviously it's still I think I listened to that a couple weeks ago and I'm still struck by it that concept of gratitude really being an undeserving like having that underlying undeserving emotion Mm -hmm. different Mm -hmm. different approach it is you know earlier in my grief days I would ooh, I would cringe every time somebody would be like oh well you deserve and I'm like you know you want me to have it I know but like my life ain't set up like that it it ain't gonna happen just because you said I deserve it I deserve a lot of shit that I'm not getting right now a lot of people (laughs) deserve a lot of shit I think that's why that word doesn't sit right with me like you don't get things that's not how the fucking world works I wish it was I wish because I've got some Libra in my chart yeah (laughs) as much as I want it as much as I think I deserve it doesn't you know it's not gonna manifest itself just because I said I deserve 100% you know um, I don't, I don't use that word a lot. <laughs> I don't because I just don't feel like anybody owes me anything. Yeah, I you do know? have, I mean, I think you have told me and other friends have said, you deserve this. 
And that Mm -hmm. feels good because there's sincerity behind it. It's just the general that, I don't know. It's just, it's not how the world works. I wish it was. Right. But then then we would have never experienced the immense amounts of pain that we have in our lives. And where would we be? Certainly not talking about grief after dark. (laughs) That we would be perfectly content living on a fucking island somewhere, right? Who needs that? I want to talk about grief. (laughs) Cheers to that. (laughs) On that note... Um, before we all signed on to share the conversation with you, we've started to line up season three. I know every time we get together, I'm like taunting you. I'm taunting you with just little chocolate kisses about yes. season three, but follow the trail folks. Cause, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just going to be more of the same shit. Do you like it so far? You'll keep liking it. Odds are good. All right. Odds are wait. good. But the party is going to continue. I cannot wait. Also, if you have not yet listened to the special episode that Dee dropped, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, a week ago, maybe, the Ask Grief Girl episode, it's on Grief After Dark. Please listen to it. I was so (sighs) fucking mad in the first 15 (laughs) minutes of listening to it that I couldn't be part of the conversation but lord they absolutely did not need me for the conversation but god what a what a beautiful group of incredible women sharing their experience and man that was that was amazing it's hard listening um again yeah. you've liked it so far you keep coming back go listen it's really it's incredible and I mean you and I have been talking extensively about grief for the better part of a decade yeah and I still gain so much perspective somebody will say one thing that I'm just like I never thought about it that way right yeah I, I for real um for me I feel like there's always something to learn about it, about grief, about how it affects somebody, because everybody's experiences of it are different. And so my aim in gathering these folks is so that I'm not always the only one talking about it and that, you know, my opinion isn't the only opinion and we're all over the world and these things are kind of running parallel and and you have to some at some point start putting the dots together and yeah. saying, you know what, I think we're on to something here. And I think that we should make some room for this. It is a hard listen. Um, we go into some very personal details about how, you know, we're existing right now. And again, none of us are really raw in our grief, but it feels raw <laughs> when, you know, from time to time. And it's just what Jenny likes to say is plan for the pain. And that's all, you know, the best advice that we can give you right now is plan to be experiencing the emotions. It's a human experience. It is a human experience. We can't get around it. Like there's, you can suppress it, but it's going to take its toll on you, whether mentally, bodily, spiritually, whatever, or whatever, however, you know? Yeah. So thank you for listening that part because yay (laughs) but me also yeah you them I'm always gonna listen I will listen to anything you put out I want to thank everybody else for listening because 
there's a lot to learn and a lot, a lot to be experienced. And I found it really, um, just really inspiring. It, yeah. Yeah. Pulled the heartstrings. It's, it's the, honestly, like I've been having a real difficult time for, you, you know, just because of the layered grief that I've had this year has been a doozy. <laughs> like all the years have really kind of been a doozy. There's yeah. always some new thing that comes up. And, um, I always feel like when a new thing happens, my clock, my grief clock resets. And it's Mm. like, you're starting from ground zero and you're starting from this place. And this grief actually tastes a little different from the grief I've been doing before. And so, you know, I don't Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I really want people to understand that like different strokes for different folks. It's like the flavor of whatever you're going through. It's, it's directly related to what your relationship is with the thing that you're grieving, the person, the place, the thing, whatever. And so it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't move the same. It doesn't hit you the same. Um, And so I hope when people listen to this, that they understand that I may not be in this place right now, but I have definitely visited this place often. Mm-hmm. And so the mascots <laughs> are, are. are wanting to they say hi. Up. What what's even a rando sode without what's a rando sode without our mascots? Yeah. Um yeah, so and and to like be mindful that people are not always in that place when they're talking about whatever they're going through. So it's okay to listen without wanting to fix it, without having to be like, oh my God, my friend is suffering. Yeah, your friend is suffering. They've been suffering all this time. If you can put your hands out, great. If you can't, that's also okay. You know, take care of you too. Take care of like your own grief. And that will be more helpful to them when you can show up because it's not, you won't be in the place where you are trying to fix whatever they're going through. You'll just be able to sit with them and say, Hey, you know what? I know this is hard. This is so fucking hard. And I'm here to listen and I'm here to like, you know, laugh with you and make art with you or whatever they want to do with you and showing up for that. Like, you know, so again, like it's a hard episode to listen to. Please (laughs) understand that like when we talk about these things we are telling the absolute truth in like retrospect so you know we can see real clear when we're not raw in our grief mm-hmm. they are going for it those dogs <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah so anyway i'm grateful for this whole year i'm grateful for the projects that i've gotten to do you know, the expansion that has happened while again, like I said, it's been a tough one for me personally, you know, and to keep having to show up, like I need a reason. So like these podcasts have been a very beautiful reason for me to show up and like, oh, being able to share my story has been very cathartic for me and very in and getting all the messages from people and this the support and everything like you all have really shown up like virtual support has been off the charts y'all <laughs> so thank you for that and um that's kind of one of the mo- things I'm most grateful for is like being able to show up here with you being able to show up on the new podcast which has been <laughs> pretty fun <laughs> it's been an adventure I want you to come on that one <laughs> as well we're just gonna take over the world with our um, podcast the pleasure temple <laughs> yes yeah 
<laughs> we're going to take over the world. Let's go. Do it. So we, I mean, you know, we're, we're sitting around right now talking about, you know, what we're going to do the next time. And I'm like, we need a third. Oh my God. <laughs> let's, let's do a third season first and, and see what life is like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One step at a time. What are you most grateful for that's been going on this year for you? I've made some difficult decisions and reaped some big rewards from them. And it feels really good. I feel like I've done some hard things that I've been needing to do for a long time. And it turns out, you know, some of the shit that you just, that anticipation sometimes Mm -hmm. of having to do a thing, opening this new business with Tim, somebody recently was like, girl, what the fuck were you thinking? And I'm just like, bitch, if I thought about the shit that I did before (laughs) I did it, like I would never get anything done. And, you know, just like, again, like the boundaries word and, you know, just sort of altering some of my relationships so that they're more authentic and Mm -hmm. altering me so that I'm more authentic. That really truly is my quest every year. But I feel like I, I made some good strides this year um, with your help really. And the help of this podcast. And I mean, obviously some of our regular listeners are very, very good friends of mine and, you know, yeah, people have showed up and um, really like at the core, just remind me that anything that I happen to be feeling is okay. And you guys love me no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm going to burn it all down in 2023 and see if you all still love me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm with you. What time? <laughs> you know, you know, I'm down. Like, you'll, we- uh, you will bring the matches. Yes. <laughs> I have several types of accelerant. What you need? <laughs> Bring them all. Better safe than, you know, yeah. pink shaped flames. <laughs> we can make the flames colorful. We can do a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> so many things. Next year, what do I want to do? Um, I want to publish my books. I know I probably said that like six months ago <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> Actually, I think you said that last year. Yeah, I for, and I didn't. What well, you, I ended up publishing something, yeah, but it wasn't did. my own book. It wasn't my own book, so you know, I, I, this year I kind of want to focus on just me and and you know, there's a few projects that my kids want to do, and that we need to do kind of for homeschool and stuff. But like, I think I really want to take it easy, and I don't want to do overdue I don't want to overbook myself I don't want to overlook <laughs> my um my projects for yeah. other people's projects you know bring that bar way down I don't know D <laughs> I-, <laughs> I know y'all she's <laughs> Nikki is, is giving me this not- look like, who, who are you even talking to <laughs> I'm sorry I at this point, it's like the unrealistic nature of my goals. <laughs> you're, I feel like your train's in motion, dude. I don't know if there's any slowing any of it down. And I say that <laughs> because my train is in motion and I don't know if they're slowing it down. I don't, I mean, I started the year, I think, feeling like I needed to embrace more balance. And now I don't really even know what that means. 
I don't know. I just, I, I, we started a bunch of new shit. I would like to settle in, I guess, to some of it. I don't anticipate the pace to change. I anticipate, (laughs) I anticipate, uh, continuing to find tranquility in the moments that I can. Yeah. You know, I'll text you when I'm losing my mind and (laughs) same. Yeah. And you can be the one person that's like, yeah, go ahead and lose your mind. It's fine. Go ahead. You're doing all the shit. Go ahead and lose your mind. It's okay. That part. (laughs) Good game. Good (laughs) fucking game. Well, um, fuck yeah. On that note. On that note. Uh, yeah, just wrapping up the year of grief after dark with a ton of gratitude for everybody who talked to us and just spent time with us, whether you were talking or listening or all of the above. Um, we sure appreciate you. Absolutely. And I, I just, what it is. Exactly. I'm so honored by the the caliber of intimacy that we can have here where it's really turning a stone of what friendships and intimacy is and can be and what can be cultivated from it. We've gotten some really beautiful guests this past year and had some spectacularly beautiful conversations like y'all come on now. Uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to more. I am looking forward to more. And, you know, just thank you again for being on this adventure. (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) what the fuck else would I do? (laughs) This is my my great pleasure and honor. (laughs) I love it. And I love you. I love you. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Bye.